0: Right, I've been looking forward to this for a long time, Coons. And this week and next, we're going back through the decades to explore what sport was like in the 21st century. On Wednesday, we had Brownlow medalist Peter Bedford on to talk about the 1950s and 60s. Next week, we've got Georgie Parker, a colleague of yours, to talk about the 1990s. We've also got my dad coming on next week, actually, to talk about the 70s and 80s. But tonight, I dug deep into my contacts list to find someone who has lived through the 1930s and 40s. His name is Clive Morris. He also happens to be my ninety-one-year-old grandfather, Papa. Hello, and welcome to Sports Day. Hello, Tommy. Nice to talk to you. It's great to talk to you. Have you ever done radio before? No. Have you done TV before? Uh, yes, I have. You've, what did you? Hang on. How did I not
1: know about this? When did you do TV? In America, uh, uh, I was on at the same time as Harry Belafonte. <laughs> oh, when was that? Uh, Oh dear, oh
0: dear, Tommy! Way back in 1950s. 1950s. All right. Well, we're not as interested in the 1950s tonight. Tonight's about the 1930s and 40s. So you, I don't mm. want to make you feel too old, Papa. I know that you're young at heart, but born in 1930s.
1: 19th... Well,
0: <laughs> born in 1932. What was your first memory of going to the footy? Do you remember it?
1: Yes, I went to Victoria Park to see Collingwood play.
0: And how was it? Who with? Who were you there with? And, and do you remember um, being in yes, the stands? Well, my, fa- my, my father took me. Yep. And who, who was playing yeah. Collingwood versus who? Against Fitzroy. Against Fitzroy? Jeez, I can't remember yes. Fitzroy playing at all, Coons.
2: No, I can't. Yeah. So Collingwood and Fitzroy, I,
0: then does that yeah. mean that you barrack for Collingwood, Clive?
1: Collingwood, yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but
0: you go for Melbourne, don't you? You're a Melbourne supporter. Yes, I am. So, yes. so answer me this. Why would your father, my great-grandfather, have taken you to Collingwood versus Fitzroy when you're a Melbourne fan?
1: We weren't Melbourne fans at that stage. Hang on. You weren't Melbourne fans. I became a Melbourne fan in the, the late nineteen forties. And and why is that? Uh, I, I saw someone. I saw Alby the captain of Collingwood, do a dirty thing, and I didn't like it, so I, I didn't, <laughs> didn't back them anymore.
2: What did he do, Clive?
1: He elbowed somebody. Do you know who Alby Panham was? No, tell us, please. <laughs> he was the captain of Collingwood, and he was Lou Richards' uncle. Oh
0: right, and he elbowed someone, and you saw it live. Yes, I did. Well, I thought so, no,
1: nobody, nobody from Collingwood should do a dirty thing like that.
2: Well, what about in Melbourne in the nineteen thirties? I heard they were a pretty dirty side, Clive.
1: <laughs> no, so, no, that's not right. <laughs> so none
2: of your Melbourne, none, none of your Melbourne boys would have ever, ever done that.
1: Oh no, no. So you can't imagine Don Cordner doing that, can you? Don,
0: no, Dr. Donald Cordner. Yes. So th- this actually has changed the course of history in our family because obviously your son and my dad supports Melbourne and I support Melbourne as well. So if you just continued to support Collingwood, our life could have been a whole lot easier and we could have, we could have won a couple of flags in my lifetime.
1: Yeah, we could have, couldn't we, yes. Too bad. <laughs> um, do
0: you remember your first memory of going to the cricket, Papa?
1: Oh, absolutely. The 1946-47 Test
0: match at the MCG. And, t- and tell us about it. Tell us about the experience.
1: Well, first of all, my father and I, he took me. We weren't members at, that, at MCG, at MCC at that stage. So we had to get there very early in the morning, I think between seven and eight, to get in the queue, to get into the outer, to get good seats. Because in those days, only the first three or four rows of the outer had backrests on them. So it would be very uncomfortable for the whole day. Anyway, we got the third row right behind the wicket and it was a magnificent day.
2: Beautiful. And who can you remember watching? Who are you looking forward to seeing that
1: day? I look forward to seeing all, but officially the bowlers and particularly Bradman. Bradman, I remember him him hitting a beautiful cover drive, uh, which just missed the fieldsman. And so immediately the captain of the other side changed the fieldsman by a couple of yards so he'd be in a better position. And Don Bradman immediately just hit the ball again, (laughs) a, a yard or two away from him. It was just beautiful to see.
2: So Don Bradman, you watched in your first game of cricket. Is he the best you've ever seen?
1: Yes,
0: And did the whole crowd love him as well, Pa? Can you paint us a picture as to his popularity at the time?
1: Oh, yes, very popular, yeah.
0: What, what, chanting? We go
1: there just to watch him. Yep, go on.
0: Yeah, chanting, clapping. I mean, he must have been such an amazing figure in in Australian sport.
1: Yes, he was,
0: yeah. Which leads me to my next question. Who was the most famous Australian sportsperson in the
1: 1930s? Oh, Don Bradman. Yeah, easily.
2: Really? And and the 40s? Yes.
1: Uh, no, well, been football into it, I think Don Corden, certainly would have been the most famous amongst my friends. Yeah. So, so can you?
0: Clearly, we never saw Don Corden a play. I know a little bit about him. What sort of player was he, and who, and and um, and how dominant was he?
1: He was extremely dominant for his size. He was, he was over six feet, but it wasn't tall for that time. But he was extremely good mark and a hit out ruckman. He was just extremely good.
2: Do you think football was better back in those <laughs> days, or do you do you enjoy it more now, Clive? Now you've been a, a an MCC member for over fifty years. You've seen some footy. You've seen some generations. <laughs> what compare it to the thirties? To well, well, geez, we're nearly in the th- in the thirties here. But what was it? What was it like compared to now?
1: Oh, I think football today is a much much better game than it was there. The play on game today is so much better than to mark, take a mark, and go back and take your kick. No, it was boring compared with today's game, I
0: think. <laughs> but the full forwards were more dominant back then, weren't they? Why do you think that is?
1: Dude, uh, I, I have no idea. It's a good question, though. Well, you, you, Some of them were unbeatable. People like Fred Fanning was unbeatable, of course. Did you watch Fred Fanning play? Yes, I did. He
0: kicked 18 in a game I, once. Were you there that day?
1: Yes, I was.
0: You were there the day he kicked 18? Yes. <laughs> oh, Papa, tell us about that.
1: I can't remember anything about it except the ball just went to him and he kicked a goal and then another goal, and it just went on all day. <laughs> what,
2: what, were the, what were the crowds like in the, in the 30s?
1: Oh, they, they were great. They loved their football, yes.
0: Were you much of a, a cheer and a chanter and a booer, or did you, did you sit there politely and watch?
1: Uh, I called out a little bit, but not very much. Not, At, not much
0: and, no. and you might not remember this, but how much did a ticket cost back then? Do you have any idea?
1: I have no idea.
0: No. What was the debt? was it the currency? A shilling or something? <laughs> a pound.
1: Shilling. Yeah, a shillings they would have been. Yes. Yeah,
0: yeah. And when when the cricketers played, they had those button-up shirts, didn't they? They didn't have the shirts like what we see today. No, that's right. Button-up shirts, usually
1: with long sleeves. Long sleeves.
0: And is that what you wore when you played cricket?
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Tell us about your cricket career, Clive. Well,
1: <laughs> Well, stop uh, stopped when I was 19 Tommy me so. There's not much to tell.
0: <laughs> what about your footy career? You can, now, don't be modest. Tell us about your footy career.
1: Well, I played footy at school and then played A-grade amateur football, firstly with the Alma and then with the University Blacks.
2: Did you have some success?
1: Yes. Uh, well, it, there, wasn't, there wasn't a very good team. We, did, we didn't win the premiership, but we, we, had it, we enjoyed it.
0: Now, when you were playing school footy back then, what was your home ground? Do you remember?
1: in Melbourne, Gram- Melbourne Grammar Oval what
0: uh,
1: you- and the MC and
0: the MCG. So the school footy on the MCG back then, that is amazing. Was that a Friday afternoon game,
1: was it? Yes, Friday afternoon. Amazing. Right.
0: Now, Papa, you know we're in the media here. Coons is a media superstar and I'm just trying to make my way. <laughs> but we love to hear about how people consumed sport back then. How did you, and, and clearly there wasn't TV to watch sport on in the 1930s and 40s. How did you hear about the scores and, and, and hear about who was playing well and consume footy and cricket and other sports?
1: Uh, almost entirely on the radio. People would be sitting tuned to the radio all day long.
0: What about,
2: I mean, the, the Great Depression was was in the 30s and then you had the World War Two, thirty nine. 39. Mm-hmm. Tell us about how that affected you and the, and the sporting I, I don't really- life.
1: I don't remember the, the Great Depression affecting me at all.
2: <laughs> well, you're probably used to it. You were born in 32. You didn't know any different.
1: Well, no, no. I was just pretty young at the time, and it, it didn't seem to affect us very much. What,
0: yeah. about, what about World War II? How did that affect community sport and not at, let alone VFL?
1: Well, as you know, lots, lots of the games were cance- cancelled. They, they couldn't play yep. league football for a while, so, so that was a big disappointment. Yeah,
0: well, and and let's say Australia goes on a an Ashes tour to England. How did you hear about the results of of what was happening over there, like 1948, for example?
1: Only on the radio,
0: and and would families sit around the radio and listen to
1: it? Oh, uh, not very much. Some families would, but I don't think ours did. No. So what did you do then?
0: You just you just sat there by yourself listening to the radio all day, like we watch TV oh, all day.
1: Tune, tune in every now and again, but not not all the time.
2: No. All right, Clive, who's your favourite footballer? Of
0: all time,
1: Barassi, Bur- Barassi, yes. Burass.
0: What was so good about Ronald Dale Barassi, Papa? Paint a picture for us.
1: First, I uh, think two things. I think first of all, he he was so good, and secondly, he had the greatest determination of anybody I've ever seen.
0: But he was also a little bit dirty sometimes, was he or not?
1: Oh no, you're joking, Tommy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I would do, I would do Never. that. And 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 your and your favourite cricketer, watch, cricketer to watch ever, Papa?
1: Oh, obviously, Don Bradman is building at his best, yes. At least uh, batting at his best,
2: yes. And uh, as Tom mentioned before, hasn't had a lot of success uh, in terms of premierships at the Ds, but tell us uh, a couple of years ago, Melbourne won the premiership. Where were you
0: and what were your emotions after that?
1: Well, I was at the game, so that was lovely.
0: (laughs) No, when we won the... in, In 2021...
1: I thought I was. No, I forgot. No, the game was in <laughs> Perth.
0: You would have been watching it on TV. No no, Papa. no, no, no,
1: no. I wasn't. No, I can't. I can't. Did you right. sneak
0: across the border, Clive?
1: <laughs> I, I watched it on the telly. That's right.
0: we, we. we, we I know this is out of the thirties and forties. Were you there in nineteen sixty-four when Melbourne won the premiership?
1: I'm. I'm pretty sure I was. Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean,
0: yeah. <laughs> I think given that we had such a big layoff, it was great that you were able to see Melbourne win another premiership again. Coons, what you don't know about my grandfather Papa, he was also. An, he's he is also an amazing lawn bowler, and he was listed as the best high mark in the team at Melbourne Grammar as well. So he's a very good footballer. Unfortunately, I didn't get his genes.
2: <laughs> oh, there you go. So yeah. dominated the lawn bowl senior at the MCC. Was it?
1: MCC, yep, yep.
2: Well done,
0: Papa, you're a media. It, it, it,
1: it, not, not was, it still is. I'm still playing.
0: Still playing. Oh, you're still dominating. Of you're course pl- you are. You're playing tomorrow, aren't you, Papa?
1: I, I'm, not, I'm not dominating. <laughs> are you
0: playing tomorrow? Yes. Who are you playing against tomorrow? Ashburton. Oh, okay. Well, good luck beating Ashburton. I'm sure you'll have Thank absolutely you. no problem at all. Papa, you're an absolute gun in the media. We might have to get you on again. Thank you so much for your time, and uh, I'll see you for some dinner soon.
1: Thank you, Tommy, and thank you, Adam. (laughs) That's Clive Morris,
0: my grandfather, born in 1932, and still going extremely strong now. This is Sports Day for Nutrient Ag Solutions, going further for Australian farmers. Find your local branch at nutrient.com.au. More Sports Day after this.